Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. With former Detroit Red Wings defenseman Jamie Rivers and Alex Ferrario, I'm Brandon Kylie. It's Ribs and BK on 101 ESPN. I got to find a way to make you less likable and me more likable, Jamie. <laughs> that's so that's the way we're going to do it. it. <laughs> Let's go out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. Happy to be joined by the voice of the Blues, Chris Kerber, here on Ribs and BK. Kerbs, what's going on, man? Ribs, were, were you part? Were you, were you a Worcester Ice Cat or were you a Peoria Riverman? Uh, start of my career, I was a Worcester Ice Cat um, and played two years, two seasons, almost two seasons down there for Jimmy Roberts before the both of us came up to the big team together. So was John Weideman your broadcaster there or was, was Mike Thornton with you at that point? No, the weed. We had the weed. John yeah. Weideman there. I love John yeah. Weideman. Yeah, now now the voice of the, uh, of course, longtime voice of the Chicago Blackhawks and stuff. But uh, he spent some time uh, with there uh, as well. I just had experienced something, folks. My uh, my my, uh, my daughters are playing Scrabble right now. My ten year old just looked at me and said, "Look, Dad, I could spell a swear word." And I went, "Yeah, but I'm not sure you can use it on the table." Oh, sometimes those are worth double points, though, Curbs. Well, she could have had a big score on this one, but it's not worth what your mom is going to do to any of us to use it. <laughs> now, Curbs, I got to ask you a, a quick question here. Uh, anybody who's been on Twitter in the last handful of days has uh, <laughs> seen your um, your diving talents on full display. Now, I did appreciate the Thornton, or not the uh, the back to school Rodney Dangerfield to yep. where. Uh, you did the uh, drop down on your butt into a dive. And then I saw something that was somewhat disturbing last night. Uh, <laughs> I believe they called it the silly salmon. Uh, I was uh, yeah. I was taken yeah, off guard with that one, bud. You know what? Um, uh, so we're out at the pool and the, and the kids, I guess there's some guys on YouTube. You got to look it up, fellas. And it's. It's actually pretty funny. One of the couple of kids doing it at the pool, it was funny. And they said, Dad, you got to try it. I said, all right, I'll do it. And then when I told the story, uh, some people started uh, shooting me. I was like, you got to put that one out there, too. So I went ahead and did it. And as you could see, guys, I am not, I mean, um, uh, I'm not in awful shape, but I'm not in the best of shape. But I'll tell you what, like, um, people are like, I can't believe you put that out there. I'm like, there, and I said this uh I, I said this this morning to the guys, uh, to, to Riz and the guys. I mean, I, I'm not sure that there is anything, one person on this planet, including my wife, that could say about me in a swimsuit with my shirt off that would not make me laugh or that I would take offense to. <laughs> so, I mean, 
Uh, so I have I have no shame in that side, and, and I look at it. If we could just make some people laugh and enjoy themselves, that's that's the whole point. Now, Curbs, listen, I uh, I watched that, and especially the silly salmon one, and I'm like, you know what? He might be sore the next day after that. And, no, and he, well, no. here's my point, okay? I was at the lake what, a couple weekends ago with my kids, and they found this, like, high-diving platform, and they're all jumping off. And, of course, they're giving the, you know, come on, Dad, come on, Dad. I'm like, ah, sure, let's do it. You know, I used to do this all the time. Heck, I was a pro athlete. I'm going to try this. And I jump off in beautiful swan dive formation. Boom, into the water. I thought it was great. Next morning, I woke up. My lower back was killing me after all this. So I didn't know if there was any IR for you after that one. No, it was pretty easy. I mean, it's a normal diving board. And uh, and as you can see, when I jumped on it, I bent it pretty good. So uh, I didn't get all that kind of height. No, not, not a whole lot of soreness on that. I get more sore with the... Uh, with the wrestling, the kids still want to do in the pool, or you know, even with them getting you know getting in size, they still like to jump off your shoulders and stuff. So I, I think you can get a little more soreness out of that. But um, listen, some of those higher dives they, they make you think a little bit, don't they? <laughs> yeah, the water was coming pretty quickly. I'm like, wow, this may have been a bad decision. <laughs> Wait, did you go? Did you go in on an actual dive, or did you go in like a pencil? No, I went in with the full dive. I gave the jump out, put the arms out like the swan dive. You got to act like you oh know what God. you're doing, Curbs. You know. Well, you know, I I applaud that. That's pretty good. That's that that one takes some guts. <laughs> We're talking to the voice of the Blues. He's Chris Curver here on Ribs and BK on 101 ESPN. Curbs earlier today, we were talking about the NBA's return, and it sounds like they're going to have some pretty special stuff in terms of what they're able to do at the Disney World resorts that they're hanging out at. Uh, one of the things that they're going to have available at all times is manicurists and pedicurists. We talked about our experience with getting petties on, on the show. Have you ever had a manicure or a pedicure? Nope. Any interest in getting a manicure or <laughs> a pedicure? Can on it? <laughs> nope. <laughs> okay, Curves, let me tell you this, okay? Now, now, wait a minute. Now, when I say that, now, right. you understand, now, when I say that, I, it doesn't, I don't care. It doesn't bother me if anybody wants to get one or not. I took you it know, as a personal like, shot, like, frankly. Like, so, <laughs> no, no, no. Like, like, I, I could, I, no, that, that's just an aspect of like that I, I could. No, take care of my own hygiene as best I can, and do, you know what? No, I mean I just it just uh, I mean I, I don't know. Uh, it, I get good for them, I guess. I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> well, curves. Here's what I was trying to tell BK with it was I had I've had one manicure and one pedicure in my lifetime. The manicure was before my wedding. My wife said you're not going to take wedding pictures of pictures with rings, and you have these ugly hands of yours, these lobster claws that are crooked and swollen and doing all this other stuff. I almost fell asleep when they're doing like the hand massage. I was like, this is great. So fast forward to the pedicure. I thought it'd be the same thing. Well, they went and shaved off like all the calluses that your feet develop in order to protect them from the hockey skates. And the next morning, it was like I was being stabbed in the feet repeatedly when I put my feet in my skates and tried to skate. So that's where I limited the pedicure was, yeah, it's great, maybe in the summertime, but it feels like heck in your skates afterwards. 
Well, I'd just rather sit at a bar, drink a beer, and listen to stories. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, if I'm well, gonna... if that's my option, well, I'm with you on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Voice of the Blues, Chris Kerber, joining us here on Ribs and BK on 101 ESPN. Kerbs, I was reading a story yesterday to talk a little bit of hockey with you um, about the top. Uh, free agent signings over the last decade. And I was interested to see if there were any blues on the list. And then, frankly, a little surprised to see that there was one. And it was David Perron. He came in at number six among the best free agent signings over the last decade in all of hockey. Does that make sense to you? Does that sound about right in terms of the, the impact that we've seen from him on this current deal and where he would rank among the best free agent signings this decade? Um. Okay, okay well... Hmm. Uh, in a decade, over the last ten years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Over the last ten years, um, guys, I'd have to actually see the list to be all honest. Sure, and I'm, I'm, I'll have to look. I mean, Rattle, who are the top five? So the top five on this list, I'll have to pull these up. Uh, Eric Stahl at number one. Uh, Panarin at number Minnesota? two. Yep. And I, I'm I'm less interested in your list and more interested in just tell me a little bit about the impacts that we've seen from David Perron from your perspective over the last couple of seasons. Well, look, everybody's well aware of the story that, and it's it's fascinating that here's a guy that has played for St. Louis and Edmonton and Anaheim and Pittsburgh. Uh, he's played with the top players in each of those organizations, including here in St. Louis, and then comes back to St. Louis, then goes to Las Vegas. Then comes back to St. Louis, and he's never signed a pro contract except for ones with the St. Louis Blues. Uh, he didn't want to leave. He obviously he was taken in the expansion draft. The Blues didn't want to let him go, but the Blues, knowing that they were going to have already had to give up a good player, didn't want to give up a, a draft pick uh, on top of it, like some teams did, like, like what Florida did. You know, in the Marshall stuff, it was just it was, was mind blowing, right? So, um, uh, I, I think. Uh, I think David Perron's body of work kind of here speaks for itself. His leadership that he showed this past year, I think the continued growth. And the interesting part, guys, I think is the fact that when you consider how David was as a rookie, when he came in onto the scene, having only played one year of major junior hockey and, and made the team unexpectedly made the team that, that first year as, as a late first, you know, kind of what middle final third, first round draft pick. You're, you're talking about a guy that has really grown into his own a lot as a St. Louis Blue. And and, and he's been extremely impactful, uh, as we saw, uh, the leadership that he has shown uh, and, and the poise. And the best part is, and, and this is important, man, does that guy want to be here. Like He really wanted to be here with St. Louis. I mean, to basically assign two separate contracts with him is really something else. And, and, and I think that that's special, too. Yeah, Curbs, in a, in a world that we have in professional sports where guys are, you know, following the dollar bills or not necessarily happy with their team or this, that, the other, to have a guy like David Perron who, you know, just openly wants to come back to St. Louis and keeps finding his way home all the time, I think that says a lot to the athlete. And to your point of the way David Perron came in the league, you know, yeah, he came in as a young, kind of great stick handling, all offense, and yeah, he had some growing to do. And I think his departures from the Blues, you know, helped him experience different atmospheres, different systems, different styles. And I honestly believe at this point, Curbs, that we've gotten the best version of David Perron back. And the work that he's done specifically last season and alongside Ryan O'Reilly has been spectacular. 
I'd, uh, I'd I'd have to look and see what the, how they base that criteria too, because you know honestly, I think a free agent signing that helps you win a Stanley Cup goes over any free agent signing that did not. Uh, that's a good so, point. You know, I, I would, you know that that that's where I would challenge it. I I would think right, you know, it's, it'd be interesting to see all the different criteria that they use there. But oh, you know, along those lines, Ryan Reeves just signed a contract, a, a two year extension with Las Vegas. Okay, and. You know, we'll see how things play out with Alex Petrangelo. But, and, and I'll relate it to David Perron in, in this sense. A lot of times when it comes to top free agents, we always say, well, you know, they're chasing the dollars, they're chasing this, it's based on this, it's based on that. I mean, you can go back even to Albert Pujols. It was clear that that was about chasing the dollars. You know, I don't, I don't buy the lack of respect junk that was thrown out there, uh, you know, when, when he left. So, and, and that's fine. That's their prerogative. They've earned it. Uh, free agents have earned the right to make that decision, and nobody should begrudge it one way or another, in all honesty. Um, you know, but having said that, sometimes, and it may not always be like the top available free agent, you know, but Ryan Reeves has a good thing going in Las Vegas. He's, he's on a team that has a chance to win a Stanley Cup. He started a business with, with his uh, with his microbrewery that is finding some really good success. I mean, they've, they've got the beer in their own, uh, you know, in, in the stadium there, T-Mobile, and the, the, the distribution that he has of it. And and the bottom line is, you, you look at all that, and he signs a contract for one point seven five million uh, each year for two years when he's coming off of a contract that, that was paying him two point seven. I think he assessed and looked at everything, and said, "This is where I want to be." And and I think that's that's equally as important, you know, in these decisions that these players make. Now, maybe in a case like a Ryan Reeves or somebody else, where you know you're not talking the difference between ten million and fifteen million, whatever that may be, but but you still have to factor that into the decision, and 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 I, I, it's an important part of that whole process. Certainly is, Curbs, and we appreciate you detailing that for us here on Ribs and BK on 101 ESPN. We'll talk with you again next week, and uh, enjoy the show tonight behind the bench with Chris Kerber coming up at 6 o'clock. Yeah, we've got, uh, we're going to spend some time with Sean Farrell, uh, which is going to be good uh, talking the, the, the video side of the game tonight, and I think it'll be interesting for the fans out there. We will be listening. Chris Kerber, appreciate you joining us today. Okay, guys, have a great show.